0: This is the K-pop cast. It's DJ Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by my recurring co-host, Stephanie. What's going on, Stephanie?
1: What's up, guys? Great to be here. Unfortunately, our third Musketeer, Matt, is out today, but you still get to hear his awesome reviews because we're going to play his recorded remarks to keep us in check. And
0: today, we'll be taking a look at GOT7 and their song, You Are.
1: Beautiful Sky. Oh, Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think that Beautiful Sky was actually... Actually, the original title, but then JYP squashed JYP. that. He was like, "No, JYP." JYP. Yeah, he hated it apparently. So here we are with the new title. You are,
0: and we'll also be introducing our K-pop bingo for this episode. So keep it locked. But first, let's go into our hit replays. Replay.
1: Right, Peter, what's making you hit replay today? It's the song that is so ratchet
0: for K pop. I mean like there's like <gasps> Ratchet, you know, hip hop and then there's K pop and then there's Ratchet K pop, which is like not really Ratchet hip hop, but it's like of you know, under the PC K pop filter. Oh yeah. So it's Lay's it. Song Sheep. I love it. It's so, <laughs> at first I was like, yeah, we're about to get down. You know, it's like building for the drop. And then he's like, you know, I want to be a sheep. I'm like, wait, am I getting punked? Like, am I being trolled here? Like, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was being taken for a ride, but, um, I guess it, it actually does have some real meaning. I guess he's like the youngest member of the group or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. he's been effectually called the young sheep. So that, that, that's a real meaning. But All even right. if you're not willing to be, you know, punked or doped or whatever, uh, it's a really fun colorful music video that is a banger
1: banger <laughs> clanger let's get it Yeah, it is pretty fun, I must say. Good choreo yeah. in there. So what's making you hit replay, Stephanie? Well, I'm so glad you asked. My boy Neil from Teen Top came out with a teen solo top. single a couple weeks back called What's Good. <laughs> and Is that what's I good, love Stephanie? What's good. It, teen Top is what's yeah. good.
0: Neil from That's Teen right.
1: Top. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> all good all good but yeah I love this song I've been playing it on repeat like truly I'm not just saying that the dancing is so groovy soulful the beat itself is just a nice like R&B style hit uh-huh. and it's it's just exactly my style I recommend it <laughs> 너의 안부를 묻고 싶었죠. 근데 난 화가 나 너는
0: Yeah, when you linked that, Stephanie was like, oh, damn, that's my jam. <laughs> like, I was surprised that I didn't see it. But when I saw them, like, the Neil and then also his female partner dancing to this, I was yeah. like, this is so dope. Like, this is a song hot. for, like hyphy bay area k-pop stands. honestly like this is your jam yes. you should check this out and it's totally under the radar so, so check it out it's what's it good is
1: neil neil is like super talented but really underrated so yeah. don't sleep on him check him out yeah that's right
0: so moving on it's got seven and their song you are it's a beautiful sky But before we dive into that, last episode we were talking about K-pop bingo. We said, look, there are a certain number of like K-pop cliches, right? So, you know, boy on boy, like fan service, (laughs) like kissing, borderline kissing, going in for a kiss sometimes, um, being shirtless, I, I mean what You what know you I s- wish
1: that I, th- I wish that one Were more of a Cliché actually <laughs> I don't see it in
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I was Go thinking on. Of like BTS's Blood Sweat Tears Maybe that's why I was mm.
1: But yeah like, I mean
0: there are Several like tropes Right so we yeah. Were discussing Last episode Like you know Cheese puffs Seems to be in a lot Of music videos uh, What if we just You know created A bingo Between the three of us And see like who won You know dropping in All our our k-pop Tropes see who'd win On that So I put in my Grid you know Cheese puffs, uh, running in slow motion. Um, I forgot what else I had in my grid, but a bunch of other, you know, expected cliches. Oh, I, I said like, you know, a scene in a bedroom, something in a parking garage. You know, these are things that we all kind of see in K-pop, right? I only got one hit on my grid, so oh. I was completely off. Um, but Stephanie, I know you did. Far better than me on K-pop Bingo. <laughs> not, not by seven. much.
1: So neither of us got bingo, which is getting, I guess, three in a row. Uh, yeah. It's actually harder to do than I thought. I guess K-pop videos do have variety. Or maybe yeah. or, or maybe our, our bingo squares just need to be bigger. We need to include more cliches in the bingo card.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll work yeah, on that. Yeah,
1: so it was really fun like, coming up with the list of cliches with Peter and Matt, and... Uh, we all picked slightly different groups of cliches to put on our bingo card uh, So in addition to a lot of the ones that Peter had on his I included uh, pillow fight uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or the boys fighting with each other uh, uh, That's a
0: good one, yeah, there's always like I in know, a, right? <laughs> inner group conflict yeah.
1: I've also been seeing mountains, so I put that in and ah. I was like, "Yes, I got it." And then uh, screaming at the world, I put that. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> that been a good one. And, You know, in oh. hindsight, knowing that this is Got Seven, we should have dropped in like Parakeet or something. You know, from the Oh the, yeah, it's uh, Got Seven Flight Like Trilogy, like that. Yeah,
1: the bird.
0: Yeah. Oh well.
1: Mm.
0: Matt, on the other hand, I think we, what Steph and I, you you and I, were just going to call it like. I think we both agree, Matt totally cheated.
1: Lies. <laughs> he got yeah. all of them.
0: Like his entire grid is filled out except for one, two, three. I guess one of them was like, what? He got shirtless rooftop boy on boy fan service, all white <laughs> outfits. Group is separate before meeting up. I think we're gonna have to can that one. Gosh. Separate before meeting. It us, sounds like my think- Google
1: search history. Oops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephanie. Uh, Jk, Jk, guys. Uh, be- <laughs> Uh, But Matt won the contest So I don't know maybe the prize is that we just give him the gratitude of winning or maybe we buy him a shot of yeah. soju or something next time we go out yeah
1: drinking.
0: whatever um, I think we might I do don't this. know if
1: I believe it so I, I think I'm just gonna say it right here that next time we do this it needs to be in person yeah we need to watch it at the same time and maybe we'll even record ourselves on video or do it live uh,
0: uh, uh. I think yeah that's what we're gonna do next time so if you have suggestions for what should be on our K-pop bingo for the next song that we review then just let us know what should be on our on our bingo grid, and we'll we'll map it out, and we'll see how we do, and uh, we'll record it at YouTube.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: So let's dive into the concept of what we thought of GOT7's U R. It starts off with them, I guess, kind of wandering around separately, and then meeting up to Matt's description on his bingo scorecard. And it was filmed mm-hmm. in Hong Kong. And what I like is oh. just all the different varied settings that each of the individual me- members are at. Like I love those borderline cyberpunk aesthetic where it's like, okay, this is, you know, cramped type spaces. We see that in a couple of the Hong Kong scenes, but otherwise it seems to be yeah. more of an introspective song and about opening up and clearing up and somehow a clear sky is symbolic of opening one's heart or having mm-hmm. clarity and locking in on your love or your crush, so... Um, there's also a parakeet in this of course because it's got what? seven yeah you didn't notice Stephanie no I wasn't looking for one sorry oh my god you, okay you're gonna rewatch it and they they keep showing I that am. same parakeet several times <laughs> and it's like what are they doing here Jin no parakeets parakeet were parakeet? harmed
1: in the making of this video <laughs> I, I hope. Know,
0: they should have that as a okay. as a disclaimer but yeah I, I don't know if that was symbolic or if it was just something that they're like hey we had this in our other stuff let's just throw it in here it could be that yeah, you know they're trying is. To, yeah i mean like if i had to speculate without looking too deeply into it maybe it's just like you know like the guarded heart right and then once you have the clear sky then you're able to fly i don't know
1: Aww. yeah
0: well that, that's me trying to be poetic and like doing like bullshit like last minute english ah. homework class assignment but yeah <laughs> so that, that would that would be my answer
1: Um, You were that kid in class that everyone hit you. They're like, ah, here he goes again. His oh for like high school English poetic, (laughs) yeah, yeah, English class. You're like, I think it means. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: we are all special in society and it has stuff to say about death and literature no there was a period in high school where like I got to that point where I was just trying to I I was deliberately trying to bullshit I was like it probably means this but like let's see if I can get an A by saying something that's you know Completely wrong, but still like supported by evidence. Um, I wow. stopped doing that my senior year, but my uh, junior year I was doing that. Yeah. Anyway, don't do that, kids. That, that's not a good idea. Not surprised. Yeah, yeah, try to interpret for what it actually is. So yeah, I, I mean, on the whole, I I thought the concept was honestly quite forgettable. Like mm-hmm. I watched it and then I forgot I saw it. I'm like, what happened again? I'm like I, I had to rewatch mm-hmm. it, and and that's fairly unusual because a lot of GOT7 stuff is quite remarkable. To me, but for this song, you are, like, on the whole, I kind of forgot about it. So I don't I don't know what you think, Stephanie?
1: Yeah, I would say that there's nice visuals. So that I mean there are certain frames that and scenes that stuck out in my head. I really like their use of geometric shapes and, and oh, framing. Right, right. Um you see the boy through a, a circle, you see them through triangle, and I don't know what that's supposed to convey, but I remembered it and I well, liked they're, it. Well, they're they're pieces
0: of a whole. Remember, so they each have that little part, and then they connect uh, it at the end, like sure. um, like the medallions, and they all connect them together. To okay, got seven. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So there's that. There is a meaning. Yay! And then then walking through the streets of Hong Kong, I got the the Blade Runner feel. That's probably what you were getting at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, you know that's supposed to be more Japanese, but whatever. Um, maybe just because that movie just came out, I was thinking, oh yeah, Blade Runner. Well, it could be, uh, but y-
0: you know what, Blade Runner and um, Ghost in the Shell, mm. uh, Ghost in the Shell were both actually based off of Hong Kong.
1: Oh, they
0: took artistic inspiration and had, like concept stills from okay. different parts of Hong Kong.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah, but really, that's all that stuck out to me. I don't remember a a plot. I don't remember, <laughs> or if there, there is one, ex- it's just
0: a little too abstract. You know, in a yeah. way that's
1: not provocative, that
0: would make you want to dig deeper. I think in their yes. other stuff, with like Seven Flight, like trilogy, I I did feel that pull to want to dig deeper and try to piece it together. Especially because it was yeah. a very deliberate part of a trilogy and by design from its onset, they're encouraging people to dissect it. With this, it's right. like okay, there's probably something there, but like I'm not inspired or encouraged to dig into it.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh discouraging when there's a set number of settings like three and they just cycle through them continuously in order through the video Mm. it's like they're not really traveling anywhere in time we're just flipping back and forth between three settings you have the hong kong you have the kind of garden urban setting and then you have the rooftop yeah was there anything else
0: um, not really. Well, they also have at the end, right after the bridge of the song, where they're all on the you know grassy hill rooftop in the clear sky and all wearing white and all together.
1: Yeah, yeah, that last one.
0: Yeah, right. but
1: Meh.
0: I I don't know. But it's
1: like not a good sign for the story if you're just using the same ones and there's no uh, there's no what is it progression. Mm. Well, I, maybe that was by design.
0: I don't know if they did that on purpose to make you feel no, like you're kind of like you know, clouded and trying to figure out where you stand and feeling guarded and, and looking for that clarity. You know,
1: I, I think what I'm what I'm trying to say is that it all blended together for me and made it more forgettable or boring. I'm not really waiting. Ooh, what comes next? Ooh, what's happening? It's not building towards something for me. The, the what, what kept my attention is that Jin Young. It's so beautiful. Uh. But, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But that's it.
0: Yeah. And as a straight male, I will say that these guys look pretty good. I I think, you know, Mm -hmm. their styling and their makeup and, uh, Visual is that what you'd call it? I guess using K-pop terms. Yes, the visuals. Like, like yeah. <laughs> the, that. Visuals are on good. point. Yeah, I think across the board for all of them, they were looking good. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to sell it, especially for a straight male. So maybe we should drop in Matt's recording here. So let's let's turn yeah. to Matt to save the day and provide the contrary opinion to um, our negative feedback. <laughs> so let, let's, <laughs> l- let's listen to what Matt has to say here.
2: Concept-wise, I enjoyed "You Are." The music video looks beautiful. It was shot in Jackson's hometown of Hong Kong, which I believe was a smart choice because that backdrop is absolutely gorgeous. And then against this beautiful backdrop, there is a bit of a story crafted throughout this music video. At the beginning, from Yugyeom all the way to Jinyoung, we see each of them carrying a fragment of the God 7 medallion. And we know it's a God 7 medallion because at the end of the music video, spoiler alert, the seven fragments come together to form the GOT7 logo, and that, in turn, is symbolic of the members coming together as one. And then you juxtapose this with the lyrics of the song, which use the analogy of comparing a person, whether it's a lover, a friend, someone special and significant, to a beautiful sky. And that is totally reiterated all throughout the song, But one line in particular that stuck out to me, which I believe ties everything else together, is in the breakdown towards the end of the song when Yoogyum says, it's your existence that keeps me breathing so whoever it may be that GOT7 is singing to in this song whether it's someone else or even to each other as a group themselves clearly this is meant for someone important i'm glad matt
0: was able to come in with that positive outlook and he sees that Uh as being a very meaningful message and i am sure that message will resonate with a lot of GOT7 listeners looking at the view count, Stephanie, and yeah, there's, of course, all the, you know, Salsing fans are just going to be like, let's stream, guys. Like, (laughs) come on, everybody. Let's keep streaming. Um, Yeah, there are those, right? But even accepting that, like, it got, what, several million views rather quickly, I think. It did. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely some weight behind this. I mean, clearly, it's resonating with a lot of people. I think maybe just you and I, Stephanie, aren't that target market for that message but for people like Matt I mean that unity that coming together and that reverence for that person who provides you with that clarity symbolized for mm-hmm. the sky certainly means a lot yep but I'm still staying by my my score that uh it's still yep, silly same for here. You. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um so got, I got seven. So it hate us as a whole I mean obviously these are our own subjective opinions on this but uh we try to round it out with perspectives on the show so choreography for the dance. Mm. I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. Like, but there are several times where I'm looking at them, especially on that rooftop. Right. Man, that rooftop. I feel like I've seen it in other K-pop music videos like Forgot7 hmm. and um, Monster X and uh, BTS. Yeah. Anyway, all the rooftops look the same. I don't know. Right. But the choreography itself seems well scripted. But the execution of the choreography just seems a little bit lazy. I don't know. Mm. There are times where I see them like you know move their arms up, and they all don't go up at the same time, or they're not very sharp. Some of them are a little limp in their Ooh. hands, you know. And and that to me, at uh, least as a Latin former Latin ballroom dancer, it's like that's a faux pas. Like you know, my coach was like slap <laughs> my head, He's like, what are you doing, boy? <laughs> like you know, that, these are oh. things that like I'd get in trouble for. So maybe that's why it particularly stands out to me. And one can argue that that was done on purpose. Maybe he is trying to be more graceful and slowly extending, right? In a way that isn't deliberately uniform with all his other members. But I just saw that as bad Mm -hmm. execution. Uh, What did you think?
1: Honestly, I can barely remember any of the choreo. I know that they Uh, spread their arms up and they yell into the sky, beautiful sky, and they twirl (laughs) around a little bit. In my mind, when you
0: say twirl, I see the guys like like one guy <laughs> twirling another guy like ballroom style <laughs> or like ballroom style yeah, I was yes like that, that exactly. would be funny
1: that would be that would be more unique and enjoyable and than what we See, to see here. they're think. just they're just spinning around well it'd be funny
0: if they like did a spin and then they they bring the other guy in for like a dip
1: <laughs> yes yes more of that
0: yeah see that, Peter, that, that you should choreograph good. And then that's when it's really about you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because right, you're looking at yeah,
0: yeah, okay, Exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't have too much to say. Did you watch a live performance? I didn't get a chance to.
0: I will confess that this song was so unremarkable and so Ooh. forgettable to me that I didn't even bother. Like, I was just like, nah, Dang. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I was just looking at it. It's like, well, it look, like the choreographer was trying to do something here where have got dynamic positioning for the group as a whole. And they try to reflect that sky concept, obviously. But God Seven, I know they can do better. From everything mm-hmm. that we've seen, their mm-hmm. Flight Like Seven trilogy, the songs before yeah. the trilogy, JJ yeah. Project—you know, you and I—we both loved. Matt loved it too. Yep. Like, clearly, God Seven has a record here of having really artistic choreography that is very meaningful that will make us want to rewatch and and uh, yeah. it resonate with us. But just not in this case, and I think. It may just be a purely matter of subjective taste. Maybe that's what it comes down yeah. to. I don't know.
1: Well, also, I think that objectively, if we were to do a some kind of measurement of how much screen time is spent on watching them do the choreo in this video, uh-huh. it's very slim. It's very short. We don't have a like a long shot for something like 10, 15 seconds of seeing them go through part of the routine, like we did with the BTS video or EXO. yeah. Um, It's like they they want us to skip ahead to something else.
0: Yeah, or maybe they were just trying to make the most of their trip to Hong Kong, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. If they were going to do more stuff in Hong Kong, maybe they should have, I don't know, done the dance in just more places, but I guess it wasn't cheap to do that dance on Mm -hmm. the rooftop for some scenes that looked like it was filmed from a drone or a helicopter, so... That, that's mm. not cheap, especially in Hong Kong. I don't know. Yep. Maybe that's where they blew their entire production budget. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's contrast our remarks with what Matt
2: had to say. I do also want to quickly spotlight the choreography, especially since I am the resident dancer here of the K-pop cast. Now, I know that yu and Mark are got 7s main dancers, so my best educated guess would be that one or the both of them choreographed this song. Either way great job i love how the beginning formation at the very start has them in a triangle just like their triangle shaped necklace fragments of the medallion small easter eggs there for those of you who may not have caught it but this dance is just full of a lot of great formations like that I love how the moves translate the lyrics well. Like in the chorus, when they're singing "Beautiful Sky," the guys are spinning around and have their arms spread out. It may not be on this super hype, ratchet, electric banger level of other songs like GOT7 themselves have done, as well as you know EXO, BTS, other groups out there. But for the style of song that you are, is the choreography is great. It translates each and every lyric and vocal well. And it's got great formations. The guys come together. Each of them gets their own spotlight. Really good job. Choreography, A+. plus.
0: I agree with Matt that, yes, the choreography was great, but the execution wasn't. If I was a dance choreographer, right, and you gave me this song, and I was like the world's best dance choreographer, I'd probably do the same thing, right, with what they did. Mm. That was great. But <laughs> these guys mm. didn't deliver, at least... For what we can expect for this song I don't know Yep Okay uh, Audio Stephanie
1: Alright so the audio of You Are yeah, Peter and I were chatting before the show here And the perfect description just came to me the I mean it at least sums up <laughs> my opinion Like when I heard this I thought it sounded like a non-title track of a B1A4 mini album Yep
0: that's it. From, like, last year. Yeah.
1: It doesn't sound like GOT7. It sounds a little like JJ Project, but nowhere near the quality. Well, I, I would say that the, the production value was there. Like, it had yeah, that Yeah, but JYP the imagination, okay. the musicality, sure, sure, yeah. the creativity. Mm-hmm. That's what I know that they could do more. Mm-hmm. So... Not going on the playlist.
0: I can only remember the beautiful sky, and then like, and that's <laughs> it. Like, Sing I don't it. even remember yeah. the entire chorus. And like, I've listened to this song on a repeat for the past couple of days. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's not a good sign. In, in my book, like, maybe I just need to listen to more songs of this sub style to be primed for it. Like, I, I will, I will admit that maybe I'm just not mentally primed to receive this sort of music, and maybe that's why. I'm just forgetting it But Stephanie This is a song I'm going to have to rate Lower than a three <laughs> So um, Yeah I, I I don't want to Dig further into it But it, it uses A lot of other Overused Cliche sounds That we get in a lot of Electronic Dance music today um, With that Not being as hard Or as heavy As a lot, a lot Of electronic Dance music It's Mm -hmm. it seems like almost like a battle between the two without a pulsing kick drum that we get with a lot of EDM. So yeah, um, let's turn it over to Matt once again to save the day and prevent us from talking bad things all the time.
2: In terms of audio, I was actually pleasantly surprised by this song the first time I heard it while also watching the music video. I've gotten so used to the more high-energy, up-tempo, hard-hitting tracks that GOT7 was giving us over the last year or so, you know, with Fly, Hard Carry, Never Ever. But then, not too long ago, JB and Jin Young returned to JJ Project and they released Verse 2. We happened to review their title track off that album, which was Tomorrow Today. I feel like that actually laid the groundwork for this shift in sound sonically for GOT7, It seems to be a little more mature, at least to me, and I like it. Some people online have been saying that they could have done without the rap parts of the song, and while I can see where they're coming from, honestly to me, it didn't really feel too out of place. I enjoyed it. I mean, Jackson, of course, he always delivers. And then, while there are still other EDM elements of the song, I feel like it's more of a pop EDM style. And it doesn't really overpower the vocals for me. I love the chorus. It's led by JB and Jay, and just the way that they belt out, you know? It's a beautiful sky. Not gonna sing it because I can't sing. <laughs> but yeah, they just deliver on that so well, in my opinion. Probably gonna set that as my ringtone. Overall, <laughs> it's just a pretty great song still, and the only thing that probably knocks this off from being a four for me is the fact that I maybe would have toned a bit down on the heavy since and have just a slight bit less of that EDM element.
1: All right, wait, when when Matt said, I'm probably going to make this my ringtone, I just like, (laughs) I started cracking up. I would make it my
0: alarm tone. It's like, shut it off. You're like, no,
1: (laughs) make it stop. (laughs) It's a beautiful
0: sky. That's totally like good morning, wake up sort of music, right? (laughs) You're
1: like, no. I don't want to wake up. Yeah, don't wake yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just said, we're, we're just on different planets, which is fine. I mean, that's what, hey, that's why we have all of us on the show, right?
0: Right, right. I get what Matt was saying that, like, you know, maybe JJ Project uh, Tomorrow Today was a primer setting the stage for this song. I can see them being thematically related. Absolutely. Maybe even on yeah. the same album, right? But yeah. It would not be a title track. It would not be a promoted single. It would be...
1: It would not have a video. (laughs) Yeah. No
0: video. I agree. Yeah. But commercially speaking, Stephanie, like if JYP was making calculated business decisions based off of our taste, they would be losing money because this one is doing well.
1: I guess. I mean, is there anything... I, I had to ask this with with EXO and with BTS. Is there anything that they could do that would turn off their fans and make them not stream like crazy? Honestly, they're just so f- high at their, at their peak. Well,
0: I, I don't know, Stephanie. And this is where I might agree- disagree with you. I feel like GOT7 aren't high or at their peak. I feel like they are still like a in contention for remaining within the top 10 for all k-pop groups Mm -hmm. they're not a top five they're probably a number five or six or seven Mm -hmm. or eight but not not you know the one two or three so i i don't know maybe there's just enough of a market you know if you're within the top 10 you got enough fans and that's enough to sustain yourself dang ouch i mean getting there is no small feat either right? I mean, with the number mm-hmm. of, like, K-pop groups that come out every day. And yeah, we love, I love, a lot of GOT7's other stuff. This one just didn't do it for me. Should we do final scores here, Stephanie? So how would you rate the concept, one to five?
1: Concept? Mm, I didn't really like it. So I'm gonna go with, like, 2.8. Okay. What about you, Peter?
0: I think I'm feeling something very similar to that. I will go with i guess yeah (laughs) just a little higher it is like it's pretty yeah
1: they spent money it's pretty to look at uh production value and get that's really what my points are for at this point i like
0: all the backdrops honestly that the Mm -hmm. backdrops and um the polish of the guys (laughs) like
1: that sounds so (laughs) weird
0: coming from a straight guy but
1: growing on you (laughs) but
0: but like I, i thought they did look good and um they were, there probably could have been a different way of doing it that would have delivered the message better. I think I would have liked mm. to have seen the sky and the parakeet maybe used in different ways. Mm.
1: Okay. Parakeet. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. So for the audio, how would you rate it? One to five, Stephanie.
1: Uh, not great. Not memorable. Blah. 2.6. Okay. I'm giving
0: it a solid 2.0. Uh-huh. I think that's the lowest I can give it without it, you know, falling into some sort of Yeah, song, I don't even know what like would happen. you know, mistake. Like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're off key or something. If someone said that they liked this song, Matt, <laughs> I would <laughs> respect them and their opinion. You know, I wouldn't say that they are less of a human being for liking the song. <laughs> you know, like I'm not, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I, c- I can understand the appeal. But that appeal is not for me. Mm. Let's drop in Matt's scores here really quick. So what did Matt have to say? This is for audio?
2: UR is still really great and overall I give it a three point seven five. Whoa.
0: Matt really liked it on the audio.
2: Overall for the concept, I give this a solid four. Okay. What? So
0: Matt clearly loved it and Matt is, you know, making up for our low scores. There's people for which the song is for and Stephanie and I are, are not those people, Matt is so if you, if you're a listener of our show, and maybe you've been following us for a while now if you find yourself aligning with Matt's preferences you know, then this song is for you right, but if you're a dirty ratchet <laughs> electronic beat listener, <laughs> like me uh, uh, then, then clearly this is, you know not your, not your pick So Stephanie, is this song Day Buck,
1: buck or, or not? Not. <laughs> Ugh, sadly, not. I love my boys, but I got to give them tough love on this one. It's not. How about you? Yeah,
0: definitely not. Like not <laughs> at all. Sometimes it hurts to give that feedback. You know, like it, it's like you want them to succeed. For people yeah. who have done so well and you like so much that you really want them to to succeed. But this is me listening to my parakeet this is me listening to my heart and having <laughs> that clear sky and having that like epiphany and saying like this is not a good song mm-hmm. so yeah i could be convinced otherwise i mean if you want to tweet me and tell me why i'm wrong i'll, I'll be receptive right like if, yeah same like I, i'm open to to hearing why we may be wrong on this so so feel free to give us your your candid feedback um let's hear yep. what matt had to say
2: daybok definitely daybok I'm just excited to see what comes next because JYP himself actually said, the scary thing about this team is that they're still growing like a rookie. And I fully agree with him. It's amazing to see how far these guys have come and how much they've grown in only three, almost four years since their debut. And I'm just excited for what the future holds. Good job to GOT7, good job to JYP, just a great job all around.
0: You couldn't have, like, a more black and white picture between Matt
1: and us? Like, did we watch the same video?
0: I'm pretty sure we do. Like, from what I know about Matt, like, he he tends to pick more of these ballad-friendly songs, whereas Mm -hmm. I tend to stay stay away from them. Ratchet! Yeah, Ratchet! (laughs) Electronic beats! Like, baritone saxophones and, like, you know, heavy bass and and electronic you know drum samples but, but yeah mm. there you go people there you have it that's got sevens you are and depending on how you like it that's that will tell me who you are mm-hmm. so ooh. okay so, who are you who you are and th- those are other k-pop songs which are also great but let's close it out stephanie so ending this episode of the k-pop cast we had some listener feedback to, let's see, it was our IU episode, and in that episode we were talking about, what was it, Sleepless, Rainy Night, or whatever it was called. Yeah. And in that song, we were just going off about how we loved how ambient IU's, like, Acoustic Unplugged Cafe with a neon sign that says Acoustic Unplugged Cafe was. And the main thing that pulled that whole concept together was this guitarist in the background who wore these um, shades, which had guitars on them. And Franklin clearly did his research because he found those exact same shades.
1: <laughs> so, oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. If you want to like fly for your K-pop music video and you're a guitarist. Oh, yeah. You just need to give those uh, shades a look. He found them at Walmart. So we'll we'll give that tweet a retweet so you can uh, find it. And maybe we'll drop it into the show notes. So um, thank you, Franklin, for calling out those those awesome guitar shades which really pulled that whole concept together for IU Mm -hmm. and if I'm understanding your tweet correctly that uh that you'll have it or whatever I'm just gonna assume that you want the Dabit CD so Franklin the CD is yours I'll I'll message you for more details (laughs) next week what are we gonna do BTOB highlight Taman
1: there's so many choices Taman 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 Maybe Jay right, let's
0: J-y-pick. Yeah, let's let's J-y-pick. see
1: how how much the fans like him and you know fans. If you're keeping up to date with all the new releases that are coming out, I mean Peter just shared this awesome resource. I mean you guys are probably already on the Reddit K-pop. What's it called? R K-pop. Yeah, yep. You guys are probably already on there. I'm just super late, uh, but check out the choices and let us know what you want us to review
0: and uh, you can of course get in touch with us online but before we drop in those social handles Stephanie what's your favorite got seven song and where can people find you online
1: Ooh, that is a tough one um, you can find me online at s Parker 2 on Twitter and I would have to say my favorite got seven song woo, is good tonight it's one of their older and probably more underrated songs but it just gets me bouncing I love to work out to this one. Yeah. And you can find me at
0: DJ Peter Lowe. And my favorite song is Fly I Got7 off the of Flight Log Trilogy. And that song, you should just listen to the Flight Log Trilogy, just de- deconstructed episode where we spend way too much time explaining the significance. <laughs> but that's a fun look. If, you're, if you are willing to dive deep, you can find uh, one of those. You can find our deconstruction in our podcast archives. And don't forget to tweet at us at... The K-pop cast we get a lot of our feedback there, so thank you for all of those who have been tweeting at us and following at us and letting us know what's up.
1: And please, like, we actually don't know what we're going to cover next week, so please, please tweet us and uh, give us some hints to what you want us to review. Yeah, that's right. And I'll be on K-pop Hot Pot, so also check that out. Yeah, I'm what it's
0: like to be an adult. Represent an adulting. And (laughs) K-pop And being a grown-up With family And a job
1: Oh I would love to know Teach us, Peter
0: Stephanie, you're an adult And you've got a job And
1: Uh, (laughs) I don't have a house Okay, okay Family Alright Yeah, next level Well, that's it for this
0: episode And we'll catch you guys All next week
1: Alright, see ya (laughs)